Folks. Ladies and gentlemen. We're back! Oh, I can't believe it. Welcome back to the Space Between the Notes. Um, we're, we're, we're back, uh, as I previously stated. My name is Alex Scott. Joining me, as always, uh, the supremely talented uh, Mr. Paxton Rodriguez. Paxton, how are you feeling on this fine, beautiful, uh, tremendous Friday afternoon? I'm, I'm feeling okay. Uh, I'm doing the show and then immediately going to write a midterm. So... Sounds like a nerd. Um, we are going to be discussing three albums uh, this week. Uh, two of them are okay, and one of them uh, makes me want to cry blood. So we'll uh, do you have anything to discuss, or do you want to hop right into it? I think we should hop right into it. Um, yeah, our first album is uh, Horses, the debut album by uh, New York City punk rock proto punk. Proto-punk. Proto-punk. Yeah, and Proto-punk. And, and art rock uh, icon, Patti Smith. Um, <clears throat> Patti Smith released Horses, again, her debut in 1975, um, and it sought to replicate uh, sort of the aesthetics of the emerging punk rock genre. It sought to, you know, uh, deal with a lot of improvisation, uh, a lot of avant-garde concepts and all that, um, and it was not—it was pretty commercially successful when it when it when it dropped. But uh, it has uh, over time become considered, you know, a, a classic of 1970s rock. Uh, it's preserved in the Library of Congress, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, yeah, uh, Robert Criscow, a miss from our good friend uh, Bobby C. He gives it an A. Um, Enemy gives it a nine. And uh, a lot of other places, five stars, 10 out of 10, perfect ratings. It's a beloved album. And Alex and I are here to tell you it's, it's not It's good. terrible. And if you like it, uh, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I, I would urge you to maybe like take a, take a day quill uh, and listen to it again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, other, otherwise... Would, would, if you told me you liked this album, I would tell you... That that is sort of that's circumstantial evidence suggesting you have an iron deficiency, and you need to you need to make sure you're getting all your nutritional value out of your meals because there's no way with a with a balanced diet that you're going to listen Look, to this album and, and enjoy it. it a is, lot of a lot of people are saying you got to lay off the fish. You know, a lot of rare earth metals floating around. And that's true. That's true. <laughs> Okay. You're not supposed to eat a lot of tuna because of all the mercury, but the the, the fact of the matter is you do need a little bit of iron. So if you need some iron, some omega three, have yourself a little bit of tuna. Revisit the album, and I'm not I'm not saying your opinion is going to change. I'm just saying I think it's it's it merits a revisit. I yeah I would agree. Uh, we begin the album with Gloria. Um, Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, uh, she opens the album with a good line. <laughs> she does. I quite like how she, Jesus died for somebody's sins, but not mine is a great line to open an album. That's the biggest compliment of a player. I'm going to pay her. That is a, that's a baller line, Patty. Unfortunately, the album after this just, uh, sort of careens downhill. Um, as you point out, Alex, there's uh, a lot of uh, metaphors and imagery she uses that if you just take a second to put the headphones down, um, 
don't make sense. Yeah, it'll be, yeah, she would say something like, you know, flying heavenbound on a Boeing towards the stars. And you're like, Patty? Doesn't make any sense, you know? Well, and the other thing is, uh, and we'll get into this a little bit more later, is that it really needs to be said, you can have the most instrumentally beautiful song, which she doesn't, but you could. <laughs> Hypothetically. You could, have, you could have decent verses, but if your chorus is bad, you, you're you starting out behind the eight ball. And the chorus of this song is her spelling letter by letter the name Gloria, um, in case we forgot, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and it's... It's a, it's a miss. It's a swing and a miss. If you're gonna if you're gonna whip out uh, the Christian hymn reference, uh, you've got to make sure that you're actually better than the hymn itself. Uh, and if you're not, uh, frankly, uh, you should retire. Uh, next uh, is Redondo Beach, which is a beach in uh, the city of uh, Los Angeles. Um, it's there. The song sucks. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I'm sure. I, 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 I hear. I hear the, the beach. I don't want to. I hear I Redondo wanna, Beach is nice. I don't want to cast any aspersions on the beach if I don't have to. No, no. <laughs> Only a fool would speak on Redondo Beach without having touched the sand with his own toes. Yeah. Um, she also, this song, very much it deals with her being at the beach. Um, yeah, splashing around like a fish. Splashing <laughs> around. Um, she uh, deals with it's hard to say if it's her or if it's just another woman that passes away on this beach and a hearse shows up on the beach and pulls away. Um, what kind of hearse was outfitted with off-road tires to literally go on the beach? <laughs> it's the I one from the album cover for Life After Death. <laughs> it's, with with yeah. the B.I.G. vanity plate. <laughs> it's, it's a hearse with Jeep. It's a hearse with Jeep Wrangler wheels. Yeah, it's sitting on thirty-two inch rims and tractor tires. It's just carving through the sand to get to some poor drowned, you know, Redondo Beach old. visitor. Yeah, it's 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 got like a camera at the front for off-roading to like tell you what yeah. obstacles to avoid. Yeah, um, <laughs> you need a navigator in the passenger seat. Pretty teched out hearse. Uh, yeah, um, she's generally talking about, uh, you know, this beach and a woman that passed away on it, and uh, it's it's okay. I I don't have anything great to say about it, but it gets worse. So we'll let Redondo Beach go. We end up in Birdland. Um, Ugh, regrettably. Yeah. Um, opens with uh, a man whose father died and left him a little farm in New England. Uh, uh -huh. So, yeah, and that farm's name, Fenway Park. Yeah, yeah, that 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 farm, that farm's name is Gillette Stadium. Uh, we, um, yeah, we love a little inheritance storyline. Um, again, long black funeral cars left the scene. It's a lot of imagery about death in this album. Um, very edgy, very cool. Yeah, the, I don't have a problem with imagery around death. My problem is she doesn't go anywhere with it. Um, unfortunately. The problem is that she didn't let this album die before releasing it. Um, <laughs> on the cutting room floor. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Um, here's another, like, another instance where it doesn't make sense, is that obviously this is this man whose father died, he's reflecting on his childhood, and he's reflecting on this moment where he saw his dad behind the control board of, 
the shuttle Columbia. Yeah, I think of a firing a piece of firing equipment as a John Deere. And the verse ends with, "And he was very different tonight because he was not human. He was not human. That that's a bit of a twist. I I assumed this was a human boy and a human father. I guess we were wrong. Um, yeah. Again, we get into metaphors that are hard to decipher. She sings about how she is a raven made of helium, and this movie is hers. Um, you know what? If you know what that means, uh, let us know, and we'll we'll add to you. Yeah, drop, drop a drop a <laughs> raffle. <laughs> If, if you can decipher that lyric, we will enter you into a raffle for a new Toyota Tacoma. If you would like a space between the notes tote bag, make sure to... A mug with crayon on if it. If you're the seventh caller. I'd also... I, I hate to do this. Uh, I really, truly do. But I, I was looking at... You're anyway, so... I, you know what? I am, all right? And you all can't right. stop me. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page as we speak for Redondo Beach, California. Uh, the top employer in the city, making up a whopping 33% of the total city employment. So a third of the people in Redondo Beach are working for Northrop Grumman, baby. Nice. Patty Smith, defense contractor, advocate, uh, and perhaps sponsor. Uh, yeah, will- yeah. I mean, if this... This would be like the edgy album that defense contractors would would listen to. To yeah, absolutely. Think that they're more left leaning than they from are. all the defense contractors I know, and believe me, it's oh, hard yeah. to keep them all straight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't have a midterm. You and I are going to a luncheon with the with the fellows at Raytheon. That's what's yeah. Um, <laughs> they invented the first commercial microwave. I really Jesus. Yeah, uh, no, that's interesting. I would have never guessed defense contractors on uh, Redondo Beach. Uh, I have. To, I'm not going to uh, insult Patty Smith by by suggesting she's a defense contractor. So we're we're going to leave that one open. I think we then get to uh, free money. Um, I have nothing to say about free money. Free, free money is uh, as a concept. I'm very much in favor. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this song actually co-written by Andrew Yang. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, again, metaphors that largely don't make sense. Although she does sing about buying you, presumably the listener, me, me. A jet plane and get you on a higher plane to the jet stream and take you through the stratosphere. Wow. Um, so that yeah. Boeing line I made up actually ended yeah, up being it, entirely it, accurate. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and she sort of thinks about how, like, if we, like, get all this money and we buy a jet and we have all these material possessions, then our problems, individually and perhaps collectively as a couple, uh, would be gone. Um not true. Don't think that worked out uh, for for her. For most people, uh, take folks. Money does uh, money does not solve your problems. We then moved to Kimberly. I honestly thought Kimberly might have been the only halfway decent song in the album. No, <laughs> it, incorrect. Um, yeah, it's a song about her younger sister, um, and uh, about like being. A role model to her younger sister and uh, the dynamics there she sings about how she feels like a misplaced joan of arc yeah see um, that is upsetting to me all right look i'm a misplaced joan of arc 
and the cause is you looking up at me. That doesn't mean anything! I, uh, like, ah! This is, everything about the album is like, oh, it's poetry, it's so beautiful. It's uh, music and poetry had a beautiful, you know, successful child. No, this, 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 child. this child, child is a failure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cause is you, instead of Joan of Arc heroically fighting to save France from the cruel grasp of the English, the cause is just some dude, some ugly, broke... No, it's a younger sibling. It's a, it's a younger sister. It's a... She wasn't... Patty Smith is not a martyr, okay? I'm not saying she's a martyr. She is! Break it up. Yeah, this is uh, yeah, this is not the successful child of hey, music and poetry. This no, is the child of music and poetry that is in and out of prison for arson. In and uh, out of yeah, not even that's too cool a crime. In and out of prison for like vandalizing fire hydrants. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not skilled enough to burn buildings. Exactly. Uh, break <laughs> it up. I actually man. really don't remember much about it, but the only comment I wrote for it is. Ugh! In all caps, which yeah, I, assume, I assume is accurate. I think we need to move to land, which is actually the full title is "Land Horses Slash Land of a Thousand Dances Slash La Mer." La Mer. Um, La Mer. Uh, yeah, this is uh, a long. This is a ten-minute song, if memory serves. Um, and yeah, it uh, references uh, a couple of different things. References the Lost Boys, I think. Uh, also talks about uh, drinking a glass of tea in a hallway. Uh, from the yeah. other end of the hallway, a rhythm was generating and a boy was sliding up the hallway. Yep. The and, thing is, we can back down again. Along. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's, a, it's a dance move. We can usually follow along like with the great karma chameleon. Yeah. It's. Um, also, we need to talk about how bad of a line is. Life is filled with holes. Johnny's laying there in his sperm coffin. The sperm coffin, folks. The one you've been waiting for. Uh, I yeah. just, I feel you, like... You and I can follow along with the narratives of most of these songs pretty well. This is an album where it's like, I genuinely, I don't know what's going on. Like, uh, what I wrote is that if you combined in like a big melting pot, a giant cauldron uh the yeah. works of paul mccartney meatloaf bob frankly, dylan jeff Mangum. Meatloaf, meatloaf and paul mccartney i don't know if they deserve that shot i don't i feel like you're you're doing meatloaf uh okay meatloaf well like anyone who knows me uh knows me as a meatloaf fan uh i have a lot of adoration for meatloaf but sure yeah there are just <laughs> similar qualities to this are, uh, song and that 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 is no that is no blight on uh, no, on me. No, okay, no. let's hurry. I want to get to cargo. Uh, I, I think we need land to sucks. Uh, Elegy sucks. Uh, it's not good. Uh, album. This whole album sucks, uh, and uh, it's <laughs> uh, it's really bad. I would not listen to it again, and I would urge you to take uh, avoiding action if you are uh, at risk of <laughs> listening to it. Take preventative measures. Yeah, uh, this is unfortunate because usually, you know, we try and provide some sort of interesting discussion of these albums. But this is just one of those albums where I don't have much to say other than 
it's not good. I do want to say it is really a tragedy that one of the people credited with writing parts of this album um, due to musical interpolations is Fats Domino. I want to let you know, Fats, uh, we, we still love you. Yeah, it's not you your know, fault. I know you're dead and not listening, but... Yeah, no, very much. Well, even if you were alive, yeah, he would not be listening because nobody would be. Uh, but, you know, it's important to it's important to remember. I think we move on to... Uh, well, uh, yeah, Cargo. To Cargo. So Cargo is the next album we're discussing from the 1980s. Uh, it is their hmm, second album from 1983. Their second of only three studio albums while they remained a band. Uh, they obviously broke up and then uh, you know, there was some, some solo material involved. But this is their second of three studio albums released in 1983. Uh, peaked at number three on the US Billboard 200. Impressive. Uh, impressive, impressive. A more impressive feat than Patti Smith has ever accomplished. Okay. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Put the axe down. Let's. I'm, I'm let's putting the axe off. down. I'm pulling out the sniper rifle. Oh, no, no, no. Um, the man yeah. has needs. I'm not, not going to comment on any of that. Um, <laughs> Overkill was the lead single from this album. Um, it was a big success. We're going to talk about it very soon. Uh, yeah, reception uh, generally was uh, it was praised. It, it was you know it was. Four out of five stars here, three and a half, four stars there. A B from Robert Criscow. He was lukewarm on it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's it. Uh, we begin with Dr. Heckle and Mr. Jive. One of the worst titles I've ever encountered. Basically, like it's the Nutty Professor, but a song. A professor <laughs> finds this concoction that makes him really cool. And it yeah. gets rid of all of his problems. And it's pretty solid. Uh, it's it's a solid song. I really I thought it was Alex a ton of fun. Liked it. Alex the, liked it. it the the instrumental is super super fun. There's this sort of little chorusy bit uh uh with and, and that's chorus as in like a group of people, not as in the chorus. That is actually right before the chorus, and in that sense, the other chorus. Uh, I thought it was good. It's a good song. Uh, thanks, uh, Men at Work, uh, for that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we then get to Overkill. The lead single of the album. A uh, fantastic, fantastic song. The best song I think we listened to this week. Easily. Easily, and it was before. It was not very close. Um, It's just the moment he hits that first note on the saxophone, you can feel Patti Smith start to cry. Uh, (laughs) It's a a great song. So good. It talks about uh, Colin Hay, uh, the lead singer-songwriter's sort of struggle with uh, getting, uh, becoming more famous, uh, alcoholism also, um, and sort of the mental toll that that has taken on him. Um, At least, you know, (laughs) because it was just a bull and sax riff. (laughs) Yeah, and and it's it's an excellent song. The lyrics are really good, and it's got a great. Uh, saxophone solo it's a fun brief but very uh memorable introspective pop song it definitely give it a listen it is as about a good as like a four minute pop song can be it's everything about yeah. it is done perfectly it uh it no, rocks they, yeah they, they knew what they were doing when they made this in the lab ladies and gentlemen they, don't, <laughs> don't let the government lie to you on this one 
Oh my god. Overkill. <laughs> the best. Um, yeah, no. Uh, they, they, they hit it out of the park. Uh, we think it's a settle down, my boy. Um, they, had, they had simply used up all, all their juices. All their creative juices spent. Uh, settle down, my boy. Um, just telling their child to settle down, stop running around town. Instead of running around town, consider eating your peas and gravy. Please. Now, here at the Space Between the Notes, we are not advocating for peas and gravy as a balanced meal. Uh, no. If I anything, it should be just the gravy. <laughs> With all the other food groups mixed in. <laughs> It's its own food group. Yeah. Gravy, cheese whiz, a V8, uh, and then just a yeast. That's that's all the food groups. I uh, my, my, my father uh, told me a story once about uh, going on a work trip to somewhere in the southern United States and eating the hotel breakfast, and he poured himself what he thought was a bowl of porridge. Uh, and went down to eat it, and it turned out to be biscuit gravy. Biscuit gravy. Which is not really what you want to eat with a spoon at a Holiday Inn on no, the outskirts I've always, of Atlanta, opted, Georgia. I've always opted for a straw. But, but. <laughs> an IV, just... <laughs> an IV of biscuit gravy. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll be dead of sepsis in 48 hours. We then moved to upstairs <laughs> in my house, which... Um, it's a strange song. Um, the opening line is, no one knows what I can see, and what I see, it pleases me on my roof. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. And he's, uh, he's living in Coney Island, the protagonist of this song. And I don't know, maybe he has, a, he has an upper deck, maybe? What do you think? What are your thoughts? What is he seeing from the, from the roof of his home? I think he actually uh, lives... At the uh, the top of the roller coaster in uh, Coney Island is what I well I suspect uh, the uh, I mean really none of not nothing else I think uh, makes sense. Yeah, it couldn't uh, just be someone who owns a home. It's not a home. No, uh, not, it, not with the it, real estate It's the it's the Coney Island cyclone. I think it almost has yeah. to be. Imagine <laughs> okay. referring to it. Roller coaster is your house. Um, we, <laughs> baby, we welcome, to... <laughs> welcome to the crib. Yeah, welcome to the crib. You, you take it's... them on the Leviathan. Yeah, please, uh, please make sure you are well secured. Uh, we are about to start the ride. Welcome uh, to the crib, and it's one of those really, really questionable wooden roller coasters. Yeah, really old. rickety. This is not past a safe. This is not past a safety inspection in twenty five years. Yeah. And like you're gonna leave bruised, scared, uh, and it with a new lease on life, frankly. <laughs> no sign of yesterday. Um, yeah. it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those songs on an album. Uh, that it is. That comes and goes. And <laughs> like the great karma chameleon. Oh boy. It um, comes and goes. We then get to It's a Mistake, which was sort of the only other song on this album to have success as a single and it did see substantial success success and for good reason it's a good song it's fun uh yeah. he fires some, fire some shots uh at ronald reagan not the only uh shots that ronald reagan took in the 1980s ah! um, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was a low Wow. Age. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead of yeah. natural causes. And there's nothing. He, what is he going to? Is he going to come back and try to convince me to support tax cuts for the rich? I mean, what is he going to do? So anyways, uh, yeah, this is an anti-Cold War song. And it's it's fun. It's got a good opening riff. The chorus is fun. And uh, well done, Men at Work. Another highlight on this album. Do you have anything else to say? It, 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 it was not a mistake to write. It's a mistake. No, no, absolutely. Uh, um, and then, I mean, the rest of the album is there. It's good. The rest of the album is there. Highwire, Blue For You, okay. I Like To, fine. Uh, no Restrictions, The Closer, solid. This is a solid album. Uh, it's mostly yeah. just Overkill. Yeah. Uh, but there's nothing after Overkill that is uh, atrocious. So, yeah, this album, it's fine. They, it's, they, uh, they, they get a passing grade on this one. Yeah, and really it's just the first two songs and then the rest of it is like they needed to stretch. They really had a word count to hit. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's two and a half an hour! <laughs> We uh, move to our final album of the week, which is Money Store, The Money Store, by Death Grips. Death Grips are an American experimental hip-hop group formed in 2010 in the capital city, Sacramento, California. Um, <laughs> and this is their debut album. It is a follow-up to several successful mixtapes. It was released in 2012. Um, and yeah. It's very much uh, falls under industrial hip hop, uh, a fusion of industrial music and hip hop. And it was yeah. received very, very well. Um, Pitchfork, an 8.7 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all music, five stars. Uh, Mojo, for all the Mojo Magazine subscribers out there, <laughs> four stars. I, I can't imagine there are many listening. <laughs> Exactly. And a perfect 10 out of 10 from Generation Z's favorite music critic, Mr. Anthony Fantan. Anthony, if you're listening, that was a mistake. We begin Unlike Men at Work. Uh... Yeah, we begin the album. We, be, we, begin, ugh, we begin the album with Get God, which is good. I like to Get God. It's fun. It's got a very fast-paced electronic-y sort of beat. Um, but it works. It works. I, it's a it's a fun song. I have uh, very little else to to say about it. Yeah, got get got. I was I was very concerned um, heading in. I thought I've been punished so heavily uh, throughout yeah, this show. Totally. Yeah, through <laughs> we had some ups and downs. I have dragged myself through <laughs> the Velvet Underground, Neutral Milk Hotel, Bob oh, Dylan. Man. Uh, just it's yeah, trying to fight your way through cement that is rapidly drying. Yeah, we uh, we have we yeah, we're doing backstrokes in molasses, in, just trying to get through these albums. And and God, I I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm into this. This is pretty good. Uh, Death Grips. Uh, yeah. If I may address you as such. Uh, yeah. Very the good. If, yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, I, I my first exposure to Death Grips was somebody sent me a playlist of like smooth rap, and they came on, and I was like, "Hey, this isn't smooth. 
B, this absolutely sucks. So I was wary because my limited exposure, I was like, this isn't good. But get caught. Get caught is solid. We then move to the fever. I, I. What kind of fever? We don't know. Um, he is also dying of sepsis. He's <laughs> got an infection. Um, this song is not good. I don't like the beat. And also there's some just terrible bars. Look. Deviated septum blowhole blowhole sugarcade cocoa? Bad bar. Really bad bar. If you're rapping about a deviated septum, you need to send that one to your editor. Yeah. That one's <laughs> this one, one's gonna, yeah, this this one needs uh this one needs a bit of polish, death. Yes. I actually I thought the I thought the uh, the chorus uh, was like where they're yelling, you know, I I. I thought that was pretty fun. It made me wanna uh, this is this is the thing. Yeah, absolutely. No, a lot of the songs on this album have a chorus that's kind of like uh, a university's frost chant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it's very there's a lot of just collegiate chanting on this album, and some of it's very fun. Some of it, not so much. We moved to Lost Boys, uh, presumably no relation to the uh, vampire horror film of the 1980s, but maybe. You would um, assume not, but you'd have to assume not. Um, it's okay. Um, he shouts out Patrick Swayze. I guess. Yeah, crazy Swayze yeah. gets a shout out. Uh, nothing else to say about Lost. He, I like. Uh, should we maybe just spend the rest of the episode talking about Patrick Swayze? Maybe, maybe. What you is your favorite Patrick Swayze movie? Um, Ghost. Yeah, it's a good one. No, that's yeah, it's a good one. No, I, I mean, ghost, ghost is up there, but I don't know if ghost is. Uh, there's a lot what of a, what about Dirty stuff. Dancing? Dirty Dancing is good. He was in the really bad Point Break with uh, Keanu Reeves as well, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe he was. Uh, he was yeah. also in uh, in Roadhouse. Um, he was in Roadhouse. That is very true. Uh, um, oh, apparently he had a cameo on Mash. That actually might be his best performance. Uh, that might be just solely by the fact that it was mashed. That is mashed. That suicide. He was, he was in Donnie Darko, which uh, you know, college nerds and indie kids everywhere uh, love more yeah. than more aka than our our listenership. Yeah, uh, our exact listenership. Yep, absolutely. Um, uh, let's move on from peace yeah, ways. Thank you. Uh, peace ways. Um, <laughs> We don't know him like that. Let's not do that. We Maybe you don't. Uh, we then moved to Blackjack, which, uh, unlike the card game, is not fun. Uh, no, it is not bad. good. It's pretty bad. Yeah, I, I think we can move over Blackjack. We get to Hustle Bones. Hustle Bones is a very interesting song because the chorus is, he's talking about Hustle Bones coming out my, Hustle Bones coming out my mouth, Hustle Bones coming out my, coming out my mouth, Hustle Bones allegedly the story goes referring to money an atrociously worded chorus but there's such a fun vocal chop in there i only gave it a seven it's kind of it's really closer to like maybe an eight it's i gave it an wrong. eight because i am never wrong <laughs> i'm always uh, correct in everything i do hustle bones uh death grips we we love you we love you well, well, we tolerate well, you. We're, yeah, we're only five songs in. There's uh, more to be said about Death Grips. I've seen footage is good. What has he seen footage of, Paxton? What has he seen footage of? Yeah. Um, I don't know. The Zapruder film, <laughs> a moon landing. 
Bigfoot film. Yeah, the moon landing. Uh, Death Grips discovers Death Grips discovers the broadcast <laughs> yeah. of the moon landing. Death Grips has seen the the Loch Ness monster, and yeah. they will not release I the think, footage yeah, out of it's they, actually. It's the unreleased five hour David Lynch cut of nineteen the the nineteen eighty four version of Dune. That's what. Uh, yeah. The fuck. Release the Snyder cut. The Snyder cut of Dune from nineteen eighty four with. with <laughs> Stig, with Stig, who spends most of his screen time oiled up and half nude. Uh, and Kyle MacLachlan, I guess, if you're a big fan of Kyle MacLachlan. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> How did you know? Helix. Yeah, uh, we moved to Double Helix. Not good. Not good. I, I thought it was fine. I, I thought the Double Helix, it, it you know, in many ways... It was fine. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Okay. We moved to System Blower. Um, few songs have made me want to, uh, uh, you know, punch uh, a, a piece of cement more than System Blower. It is just terrible. The beat is grating. Uh, this is where the industrial and industrial hip hop really comes to bring this album down. There's so many grating noises. It's like if you dumped a toolbox onto like a onto like a piece of glass. Like that is what a lot of this. It's just like it's grating right it's on the loud. coffee table. Right on the coffee the in laws are coming over and that's gonna scratch. <laughs> that's that's gonna scratch. Oh yeah, my god! I need some yeah. new new finish. Oh, Man, you're putting new finish on coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Also, like you didn't you didn't like you didn't properly put all the drill bits into their little like space. No, the the screwdrivers aren't organized by length either, the jeweler's screwdrivers. Uh, Allen heads under the couch that you have to dig out. Um yeah, no, it's a it's a bad song. It's really bad. Do you have a bucket at your house that's basically like miscellaneous wrenches and sockets and 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 any time like my uh, my tools are pretty well organized, but there's some stuff where it's like if I need something specific, I know I've got to go through the bin. The bin. No, I don't have that. But if you took an ASMR mic and held it up to that bin while you rummaged through it, that's what most of the music on this album sounds like. I'm I liked System Blower. I thought it was quite good. I thought it was a lot of fun. And yeah, like it's a lot of random noises, but I thought, I mean, I, I just... It's so hard to describe this music because it's like there's oh nothing. Boy. Oh boy! There's nothing consistent about it. There's nothing about quite it, right? like it. Oh there's boy. nothing, folks. No, I don't mean that in like a. You'll never listen to anything like that. I just, I just oh, okay. mean like, <laughs> like, like we can we can describe Overkill as being like it's a killer killer saxophone. I don't know how to describe the fact that the sound of a bunch of like, you know, chimney bricks falling down uh, an elevator shaft has turned into an eight out of ten uh, on System Blower, but. Uh, it's it's so it's so hard to explain. Uh, I, yeah, and it's unjustifiable, frankly. Frankly, uh, I don't really want to hear it. Uh, we move on to the cage. Uh, the cage, like, you know, more uh, violent but strange lyrics. Uh, more vague paranoia. More. Uh, he's also also you notice they rap a lot about like things they're carrying with them, and it's like. Yeah. Like they have a Minecraft inventory of the strangest things, um, and it's it's kind of great. Like I don't know why you know they have uh, you know like all you know 
all of these things in there in there you know accessible to them but they they apparently do yes uh, speaking of next week's album we've actually drawn minecraft volume beta by c418 yeah. <laughs> so you imagine? Beep, 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 beep. um punk weight not good <laughs> don't have the second uh, half of the album falls off a cliff. Still, punk weight still better than the punk on horses. Uh, so a win, a win. Death grips, they stay winning. They they stay winning, but they're again. Look, look. Chop shop lifted. Bump till the tape deck break. Okay. You've never bumped it's until the tape deck broke. It's a modified. It's a modified car. And then yep. the next line is, ask Samo how he flipped that material girl's pancakes. What does that mean? Is, I did he make... Did believe he make he, I believe he made tender love to her, Paxton, but I... To the, to the that or he cooked her on a flat top. Oh, I don't so know. I flipped that material girl's pancakes as Zydeco copper kettles. Why are we shouting out copper kettles? Why not? Uh... I'm tired of it. We we then get to F that. Uh, obviously not the actual title, folks. Um, we we have been cruelly censored. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we've got to painstaking me <laughs> one word. It's um, an it's an F. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a cuss word, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, if you can and, believe, shut your ears right now. Um, I thought F. it was pretty bad. Uh, yeah. Cut your brainstem as my combat boots grind your head to the cadence of this death stomping. To this sick beat. Yeah. Um, again, did, did, talks about how he has a hazmat suit. Why in Sacramento, as a man, do you need to own a hazmat suit? It's because of all the you know the dangers that are coming from the beach, all the testing that's going on at Northrop Grumman. Oh my, Redondo Beach. Redondo Beach is full of chemical runoff from the from the Northrop Grumman plant. Did you ever watch that episode of Seinfeld where Elaine hires the former uh, soldier to write descriptions for the magazine, and he's like, you know, you you need your boots to be waterproof when you're caving in a skull. Uh, that to me is is this song. It's the equivalent. Sure. We then move to B word, please. <laughs> um, it really comes as a surprise that I wasn't crazy about either. It was fine. I thought it was. It was, it was. Yeah, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't. It certainly wasn't good. And then the album closes off with Hacker, and uh, boy, oh boy, uh, yeah, <laughs> he he's in your area. Yeah, he's in your area. He sings about how he's in your area. Yeah, uh, and you come out of the store, and all your stuff is gone. Yeah, and also he chose Tanger Outlets, if, if, if memory serves. Uh, <laughs> shouts out Sammy Davis, I guess. Also, also, we need to talk about how he raps. On the way, never call it a day, visited Tesla's grave for the ninth time today. He went, to Nicholas, he went to Nicholas Tesla's grave nine times in a single day. In a single day. In a single day. Um, also, he threw up at the entrance of Liddens and Things. He 
Can you believe he went nine separate times to Ferncliff Cemetery in uh, in Westchester, New York? Yeah, that's the other thing. He's from Sacramento. What am I supposed to believe? He believe went he... transcontinental to visit the grave of Nikola Tesla. And potentially to also see the grave of... Uh, Many other people buried in New York. Nehan Franco... Um, an American violinist, conductor, and concert promoter. Is Sam Franco, his brother, also buried there? Doesn't look that way. It's a win for Nahon and a win for Death Grips. Yeah. I'm um, Alex Scott. He, yeah. He ESPN. He, he has a momentary lapse of reason because he has the DNA of gothic lemons. Means yeah, not. and those are the worst kind. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> oh my! Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, too many lemons. Too many lemons. Uh, I got nothing else to say. This album has its moments, but by and large, it is not good. I I I thought it was pretty good. I, I liked it a lot more than I expected to. I could definitely see the appeal if I were someone a bit more into um as the the great Grinch once wisely said, noise, 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 noise. Yeah. Um Yeah, if you love nails on a chalkboard, listen to this album. I didn't think it was quite that bad. I thought it it might honestly be better than uh than cargo. Although it doesn't have the lofty highs of overkill and nor does it have the lofty lows of uh Kimberly oh, and Land, of, of which Land, I think I assigned the lowest rating. In maybe the in the history, I, I, I wrote negative. There are not enough numbers uh, out of 10. Yeah, we're dealing with some some. Uh, some special integers over here. <laughs> Folks, math to try to assess just how bad Patty Smith's horses is. It's time to talk about next week's albums, I think. Yeah, so we uh, we have a special, as you all know, uh, I mean, uh, Paxton uh, did the drawing. Uh, yes. I, I have no idea what the albums are. We have instituted a special clause for this week uh, for the we'll, we'll 2000s see. and 2010s. Depending on what the album we draw is, we may elect to uh, call oh, an God. audible and uh, instead, plug in uh, uh, Silk Sonic. Recently, the recently released Silk yeah. Sonic. Hot off the press. Silk Sonic. Um, for the 60s and 70s, Alex. Yes. We drew an album, a double album, Ugh. by a British invasion band. No! Released in 1969. Good God. Considered one of the greatest albums in the history of rock and oh, one good. Of, the of that decade we drew tommy by the who okay <laughs> that's, that's an I'm, I'm against double albums uh period I'm, yeah and against the who in general i have but, nothing against the who this no, i know i know i know we don't we don't have anything against the who but it, tommy I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve hope for Tommy. The few songs yeah. I know off Tommy are solid. Yeah, the one song you know, be honest. But hey, hey, 
hey, let's not let's not sleep on go to the mirror. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the nice. What? That's okay. where the song names. Yeah. All right? Sure, sure, Get sure. Back. Can you, can you sing me a verse? Down. Sit down. Sit you down. don't know anything. All right, let's move I, on. Well, I do. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Alex fundamentally not happy with his life and his lashing out <laughs> and me filming <laughs> and smaller things. In the 80s and 90s, we drew an <laughs> R&D album from 1994. Okay, okay. Second studio album by American recording artist Mary J. Blige. We drew yes! Oh! Hallelujah. Oh, Mary, we missed you. Welcome back. Oh, that's good. And yeah. not a double album. Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, it could. it's 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 seventeen songs long. It might as well be. Uh, <laughs> how many minutes? That's a good question. That is always it's like, is it a double album? Yeah, but how long? Because there's a couple of how long is it, folks? Uh, let me seventeen songs, and it's you know a hundred and eighty minutes long. Yeah, we have a problem. Um, it is. An hour and five. The uh, one, okay, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Now, sure. for the 2010, oh, we, no. drew, we drew a uh, rap album from 2014. Is it, by, is it Forest Hills Drive? Yes, we drew North Carolina's Finest, J. Cole's 2014. Oh, wow, this is tough because on the one hand, we would I really want to listen to Silk Sonic. On the other hand, I really want to make fun of wet dreams. <laughs> wet dreams. <sighs> wow. Yeah, this is a tough one. Also, like, like to J. Cole's credit, there is some good stuff on that album. That's yeah. Not a, that's not an album without redeeming quality. It's not all semen related uh, to his credit. It just has some serious bit calls. But there are yeah, some issues. There are some issues. Mr. Cole. Um, uh, there's there's note to self, which is just uh, note to self, which is 15 minutes at the end. The last 15 minutes of an album that is uh, already, you know, 64 minutes. 25 percent of the runtime is just him thanking people, like he's like he won an yeah. Oscar. Exactly, yeah, an Oscar for, for his music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like how uh, what's his name from uh, Trent Reznor has more Oscars than uh, than Martin Scorsese. Than Martin Scorsese, yeah, that yeah. that that's what lets you know the Oscars are truly meritocratic. That's what you get for making the Irishman, you bum. That's what you get for daring to to I, I don't even know to, that's to, to, to Leonardo DiCaprio in so many films. You need to stop exactly. Yeah, okay, you, well you, I think we might actually have to keep Forest Hills Drive then. I. Uh, I, I do think Forest Hills Drive will provide some interesting things to talk about. I think we can also just... I We're likely going to listen to Silk Sonic anyway. We can yeah. always devote a few minutes. Uh, that would be um, funny if we do a, like a pivot halfway yeah. through the episode. All right, we're sick of talking about Mary J. Blige. We're moving over right now to... Uh, to Silk Sonic. To Silk Sonic. We, are, we are being visited by Silk Sonic. Oh my goodness. Oh, I can't believe it. Another show has come and another show has gone. And once again, I am in just incredible pain from one of the albums. Like there's an, a knot in my stomach, a migraine. You are in my, 
I yeah, actually lost healing in all my limbs. You are in palliative care. We're we know you're not going to make it. We just, I'm I'm actually in, I'm actually in the NICU. Out. They've got me hooked up. Oh, <laughs> Why are you in the newborn <laughs> ICU with with all the premature babies? I'm hooked up. Yeah, like all the beds are like sized for children. It's just this twenty-one year old man. Got me breathing through a tube. Like, oh man. Yeah, I, I'm in like one of those little glass cages so that no one can actually. Yeah, and like I like come and visit you and like place my palm on the glass wall. And <laughs> down and my breath falls on the glass. My breath falls on the glass as I watch you in the NICU where you do not belong. <laughs> where where yeah, somehow no. like all the other you know it's just a bunch of crying babies and then me and my little glass cubby devouring a T-bone steak. <laughs> yeah, like, the hospital's just like, oh, this was an administrative error. And it's like, how do you administrative error a grown man and admit you? <laughs> I'd really like yeah. to know how this came came about. Uh yeah. No, unfortunately, we have we have gone so few weeks where all three albums have been good, which might just be a statistical thing. But it's it's not been great. And uh, the odds for next week, the odds for next week are it's a it's a powerhouse lineup. Like there's some clout to all these names. The Who, J. Cole, Mary J. Blige, like there's no Slint Spiderland. Like I know what I'm getting for the most part. <laughs> yeah, so you would think. So you would think. We'll find out. We will find out, and hopefully you, the listener, will find out too. We'll be back hey. next week, ten after two. Fridays. Start your Friday off the right way with the space between the notes. We'll be back. Three new albums. More on the hospital talk. What did we even discuss? What did we even do today? Uh, Patrick's crazy Swayze. P. Swayze, as uh, we like to call him. Uh, my name is Alex Scott. Joining me again on the microphone, Mr. Consistency, like a Toyota Tacoma, folks. Uh, Paxton Rodriguez, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Farewell.